morning, good morning, y'all. Welcome back to another Thursday morning prayer. Y'all, sometimes I'm uh, I'm so excited that I get, <laughs> I can't wait for us to start. This is going to be one of those days. So we are at the last day in November, November 30th. Good morning, folks on Facebook. Good morning, Enrique. Um, so this is the, the last day of the month of November, and we are creeping into December this is this is the day that the Lord has made. So we are going to be glad <laughs> in it. Like you have to set your mind that, you know what, regardless of everything that's happening around me, I'm going to choose to be glad in it. So thank you, God, that you have allowed us to see the month of November, Lord, and thank us that you brought us to this day. And we just thank you for your grace because we know that it's your grace. We know that it's because of you. We're not doing this ourselves. And so, Lord, as your word goes out about how we encounter and how we seek you out in these, these small moments, Lord, I pray that you will bless the hearts of those who are listening and the eyes and the ears and help them to see you and not me and Glorify yourself through me, Lord God. Let them let them see you in a different way as we close out the month of November and we're filled with hope. We're filled with hope as we finish out the rest of the year. Amen. Y'all, I've got two things I'm going to share, two stories I want to share with you. But before we jump into it, I had a couple of notes that I wanted to just talk about. First of all, just a reminder for those who haven't, if you haven't signed up, SOAR, is an event. It's uh, January 6th. It's free, y'all. It's free and it's on Zoom. So you can go to graceandgritmedia.com and you'll find the information there. But before you start thinking about what you're going to do uh, for the for the next year, 2024, y'all need to come to SOAR. <laughs> come to SOAR. There's, there's six speakers. It's 90 minutes and they're just going to help you um, reset and really seek out what God says your year should look like. You know, how do you frame that and prepare yourself? So it's for men and women as well. So, you know, just come out. It's like I said, it's free and it's 90 minutes of your time, January 6th in the evening. So the second thing is, so for today, I don't know if, if, if you're like me where, you know, I put in my notes that if you're really seeking God's presence, you know, how, how do we find him? You know, you know, go in the scriptures and you have, you know, other believers, leaders tell you, you know, seek him and the word tells seek and you will find. And that seeking is an action. So I, I seek God in every moment. I'm always looking for him. I'm looking for the encounters. I'm looking for the way that he moves and shapes things. And, and what it does over time, it builds that those spiritual eyes, it's built, it builds that muscle so that you, you know what to look for when God is operating in your life or even the people around you. So I want to share a couple of um, uh, scriptures from Acts and then let's talk about how we tie that back to you know, us, how we do this thing day to day. I'm going to give you all some examples of just what happened to me this week <laughs> so, so that you can, you know, so that you can put it into, you know, what we call real world, right? So we can make it make sense for us. So the first, um, the first, I'm going to share my screen for these, for those of y'all who are listening, I'm going to be sharing my screen, uh, Acts 9, and we're going to talk about the conversion of Saul and this encounter that Saul had. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to um, pull out the major key points and then we're going to talk about it. So, so Acts 9 verse 1, it says, But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus 
so that if he found anyone belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. So Saul, still breathing threats, right? he was still on his mission. He was carrying it out to go seek after those people who belong to the way, meaning they were following Jesus at this time, Christians, okay? And, and he was going to bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now, as he was, he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. <laughs> a light. From, sometimes God spotlights you <laughs> when you're in the middle of doing something wrong. Okay. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice. This is, this is Saul. He heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city and you'll be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless. So again, there's witnesses hearing the voice, but seeing no one. And the rest of the scripture tells us that he rose and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing, meaning he was blinded. And we know that for three days he was blinded. He neither ate nor drank. This is one of those encounters that stands out to a lot of us. And we talk about we talk about the encounters that we have in our life. And, you know, sometimes the Lord has these encounters with us where he literally spots light a behavior. He shows up in our situations. And, and sometimes, you know, we miss it if we're not really looking for what he, you know, we're not looking for the Lord again. We're not seeking him. We're not looking for these encounters. But he shows that he'll spotlight something in your life that you need to pay attention to, something that has shifted you away from what he's asked you to do, what he's told you to do. And he will, he will, he will show up. And what I love about this is this, this confirmation, you know, whenever you have an encounter with the Lord, there's always a confirmation. Sometimes he'll allow people to confirm um, some things that are happening to you and around you. Sometimes he'll come uh, send you back into the word, y'all. You'll go back and he'll confirm something. He'll confirm it to you in the word. But in this case, Saul had two witnesses who were hearing the voice, but they, were, they weren't seeing you know, they weren't seeing the spotlight wasn't on them. It was for Saul. So they they heard what the what was happening, but they didn't see that spotlight. It was for Saul. The word goes on in, in verse 10 and it talks about uh, Ananias because counter to what was happening, the Lord was speaking to this disciple Ananias and and he gave Ananias. This is this is something that's very prophetic and some prophets can get um, specific information, like you, th that's why they can call out your streets, and it's not, you know, you know, I'll always test the spirit, check the spirit. But there, but there are prophets who can call out the streets and your name, and they can they can do all that because the angel of the Lord is giving them the information. Don't freak out for those y'all who are like, what is she talking about? If you know, you know. If you don't know, you will learn it. Okay, um, but if, if it goes further down to say that there was additional confirmation that the Lord ended up sending to Saul at that time um, and, and, and really specific instructions that, that said, you know, for example, brother soul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you. So in verse 17, Ananias is um, speaking to Saul and giving him the additional instructions. So what it looks like is you, you come into an encounter, a situation with the Lord, and then he sends, he has witnesses to what's happening around you. And then he sends additional confirmation. So come on, you don't think you're crazy. You don't think you're crazy. And then he backs it up with the word and specific instructions about what you should do. 
that that to me is so um, typical of a lot of the encounters that I have. So here's an example of an encounter that I had just this week. I had two. So and and uh, and I'm just sharing this. I'm going to try to scale it back so y'all don't get in my business. <laughs> but I'm going to try to share it so you understand. Again, I am always looking for the Lord in the encounters, and I say that, Lord, I want to see you in this situation. I want to see you in the job, in the business deal. I want to see you even when I come on live, Lord. I want to, I want to, I want to see you. I want to encounter you even in these lives, Lord. Show up, right? And I want to see you work. And He does every time. So, um, so Monday morning uh, on the prayer, we have a live prayer group for those of y'all in it, and we're talking about. Uh, I was talking about what. I knew the Lord was putting in my heart for where I wanted to be with the rest of my life. I want, you know, we we're talking about retirement, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not retiring uh, anywhere. I, I, I can never. I can't see myself sitting still in the. I was saying I can't see myself sitting still in, in the country. I used to dream that my retirement was in Charleston. I was going to live the Charleston lifestyle, but that's changed for me. Um, in that I had my spotlight moment, <laughs> the Lord, and. What had changed was that I, I had said on that call that no, I know I'm going to spend the rest of my retirement just teaching and preaching the word of God because that is all of my everything. That is my that is my purpose. Okay, and so um, so after that, I had a couple of conversations with uh, a couple of different people who were then trying to tell me my location where I would be. While I was doing it, and it was it was tying up my spirit. I was so um, confused about it. So I was like, Lord what is your desire for me for how i live out this life so i was asking lord show up you show me right i was asking for an encounter i needed his confirmation and so by the time monday night came he showed up <laughs> he was holding my feet to the fire to some things and reminding me that it's his plan not my plan not their plan no one around me can tell me where i'm gonna land because it's his plan and then he backed it up in word on Tuesday, so Tuesday, and I'm not going to read the whole scripture. So Tuesday, he gave me something that was very profound for me, right? So again, I had I had witnesses of of this this encounter. Then he backed it up with the word, and now he's moved me into. This, if you want to know where where I want to send you, these are the things that you need to do, including fasting, including praying, including listening to me. Right. So that's that's one encounter. Another example of, a, of an encounter is things that might happening might happen with you on the job or with your colleagues. So I was blessed on Tuesday and I knew that the Lord had softened the heart of someone to give me a portion, a portion. And, and so I had to go back and say, it because I saw it spiritually when it happened. Thank you, God, that you gave me this portion. I saw in the way that this person was reacting, responding, uh, speaking, all this. So he had softened the heart of this person. So I went back to thank God because that was another way of encountering him spiritually. Thank you, God, for softening the heart of blah, blah, blah. A lot of y'all are praying for the Lord to do stuff on your job and then he does it and you miss it. <laughs> You miss the encounters when he actually does something. Another example of an encounter was yesterday where he allowed me to hear through the spirit and physical something that 
uh, someone was saying on the job about how she didn't believe in the fairy tale of Christmas or the, and again, I, that's all good. The, the fairy tale of the Bible, which that's what struck me. And he was showing me her heart. And then what he was doing is not showing me her heart so that I can judge her. It's showing me my, her heart so that what he was, what he was uh, showing me in the encounter, the way that he, the Holy Spirit was teaching me then, right, was, you know, Shelly, my people are living lives that are so, we complain so much. Why would people want to come to me? <laughs> right? So he was, he was coming back to me through worship, meeting me in my worship. He showed me this thing, right? And then he brought me back in worship to say, you know, this is why, this is why, you know, the, the folks around you are responding in this. This is why unbelievers still don't believe it's because of what my children are saying. And what are you, Shelly, going to do? Right. So that's those are examples. There are other encounters that I have that are much more um, amazing. <laughs> if that's the right word. I don't even know if that's amazing. There are a lot of uh, angelic encounters and just a lot of things that happen around me. But the point is that when you have that, he is showing you something for you. And, and sometimes it looks like, and realize I didn't stop sharing, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. And it's not for your friends, it's for you. It's what he wants to show you. So there were things that he showed me that came to light Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night, 8.30 on our prayer. So if you go back and watch that, you'll probably see it being revealed <laughs> in that moment because I was revealing it as he was revealing it to me because I realized then it wasn't just for me, it was for other people on the call. Good morning, Facebook fans. Okay. But when he showed it, then he backed it up with the word. So I had to be, I had to be, I was shifting out of his will. I was shifting out of his perfect will for me and about to slide into just his will for my life. His will is for me to have a happy life. His will is for you know me to go out and, and do what I was called to do. His will is for me to witness his but my but his perfect will is what I was I was starting to slide out of because I was allowing situations and other people to tell me where I'm gonna be. And that's not what he said. Amen. So that's that's a that's an example of a practical encounter. Now I'm going to show you another encounter. This is from the word. And again, if you go back on Tuesday, this is one that I started talking about. And this is on this is about um, Luke. Uh, this is in Luke 24 verses 13 through 35. I promise I'm not going to read the whole thing. But this is really important because I started talking about it on Tuesday night. I want to make sure y'all catch this for real. This is on the road to Emmaus. The very two, there were two men that were going to this village named Emmaus. And forgive me, I'm going to put it in context. It's about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking to each other about all the things that had happened. You go, go back into Luke 24 and you'll see what had happened was that this was after the Lord, you know, after after he was raised out the third day. So they were still talking and discussing together. They were walking and talking together. And Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Jesus himself. So he showed up and was walking alongside them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. He didn't allow them to see, to really recognize him, to see him. And so Jesus said to them, what is this conversation conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk. What y'all what are y'all talking about? <laughs> and they still they stood still, catch this part, looking sad. 
Now, let me just pause right here for all of y'all believers and Christians that have been in the church for 40 years and the countenance that you carry is still is still brokenness and you're sad and you're frustrated and you're upset. It doesn't, I'm not saying that you've got to be on the happy pill, but you're not going to attract new people. You're not going to um, convert your family. You're not going to influence people to come towards Christ. You're not, you're not, you know, you can, you can pray all you want. Listen, prayer is a wonderful thing, but you still got to back that thing up with how you live out this life, this life, this life of Christ, right? And they stood still looking sad. And then one of them named Cleopas answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem? We don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he started to talk, you know, started to share with Jesus. And I love how this conversation, again, sometimes you're talking with the Lord and you don't even know. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about us coming into contact with angels that we don't even know. And so the, here they are spilling out through their words concerning Jesus a man who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and how the chief proofs, and he, they're explaining, you know, the, some of the women and the company, uh, some women of our company amazed us, and they were at the tomb in the morning, and they didn't find his body, and they came back saying they were, they didn't see visions of, of angels, so they're, so here they are having this conversation, they're going about their business, and they have this incredible encounter with Christ, and if you keep going in the word, you know, he's still walking with them, verses, verse 28, so they're drew there to the village, and he acted as if he was going farther, I I love, I love, I said this Tuesday, I love how Jesus will show up in your situation. I love how he just shows up in your situation. It doesn't matter what it is that you're going through. He shows up. And then he starts to say, you know, they start to say, you know, stay with us. So it must have been a good conversation, y'all. But it wasn't until in verse 30, when he was at the table with them, he broke the bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. It wasn't until they came in communion. It wasn't until their worship changed. It wasn't until then that their eyes were opened. Open and they recognized him, and then he vanished from their sight. It wasn't until their heart posture had changed. It wasn't until he broke bread, he, Jesus, blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them. It is the encounter with him that opened their eyes. It's not the encounter with Shelly, <laughs> right? It's him through me that opens your eyes. It's not the words of, I'm going to stop sharing. It's not the words of your of the many prophets on, on the Facebook streets, on the Instagram streets. It's not the many clips on TikTok. You have to have an encounter with Jesus yourself for your eyes to be open. And that is through the Holy Spirit. And I don't care what church you go to. I don't care how long you've been in worship. I don't care if you, you started believing yesterday, if you just start believing this morning. But this life that we live as believers comes with signs and wonders and miracles. And you get access to that when your eyes are open, when you, when you receive and you're seeking him out. And when he shows up in these encounters, a lot of times we just discount the things happening around us as if it is nothing. 
talk about this all the time. When God blesses you on the job and you get the promotion or you get the bonus, sometimes the project changed and you found favor and the Lord has blessed you in ways. The Lord saved your life. You, you know, you're driving into the, to the office. Maybe you clocked out that day and nothing happened on the job. It was just a regular, quote unquote, regular day. And you're able to go home. You know, you, you, thank you, God, that you know I was able to go home to the grocery store and I was able to get a little something else that wasn't on my list and I could afford it, y'all. You know, when all of these things happen, when the Lord is showing up for you in all of these ways, y'all, for, for those of us parents who our kids are coming off the school bus and nothing happened at school that day, the Lord showed up how he sent his ministry of angels to protect your children. And when they come home, you don't even, you don't even recognize that as an encounter that he saved their lives that day. So you miss these moments because you're looking for the encounters that you read about on YouTube and Facebook. And it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes he's, he's working on your heart. He's working on your heart, your heart so that you can be the witness. So you're the encounter. I, I change the, the environment that I go in time and time again, but it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit through me. And it has to change and it has to shift because I, I listen, I am coming with a host of angels, right? I'm bringing the host of angels that God assigned to me because I'm in his perfect will. How do you know what his perfect will is? You go in the word and you find out and he will show you. He will encounter you. If you seek him, you will find him. And don't worry about the people who are around you who don't believe and think you're crazy. I know I'm talking to somebody right now. Just sit where God has you. Just sit where God has you. Y'all, it's okay to be happy Christians. It's okay to be joyful. People are looking at us. If you're saying you're a believer, you shouldn't be in the groups that are gossiping. No, you shouldn't be cussing. No, you shouldn't be drinking. No, you, when you when you when you come into Lord, I want your perfect. I want to I want to operate in your perfect will. There's some things that the Holy Spirit is going to tell you. You can no longer do that. Because now you're a representative of my kingdom. Your mindset changes. Your confidence level changes. Every, every, every action that comes at you, it, your, eyes, your eyes change. It doesn't matter what the arrows are that the, that the enemy is going to have for me. Because Psalm 91 tells me that he has already commanded his angels concerning me. All things are working together for my good. Y'all, how do I know this? I know all this because I am flooded with the Holy Spirit. It is a relationship. It is the encounters. And he gives you the encounters just so that you have something that you can hold on to to say, this is real. And until this is real in your life, you won't have the, you won't have the, you're missing out on the experience of living a fully, a fully purposeful life. And your purpose can be as a mother, as a daughter, as a sister, as a brother, as a friend, as a colleague, as a business owner, whatever it is that he has assigned you to, to, to do, the territories that he's assigned you to take charge of. And these encounters are important because y'all were human. And I don't know about you, but every now and then, about every day, I have to have some kind, I have to see God working because my flesh is weak, just like yours. And so, Lord, I thank you. 
I thank you even now for this encounter. I thank you, Lord God, that your word has gone forth. I thank you, Lord God, as we stand obedient to what you have shown us, Lord. I pray that you will soften our hearts against our friends and family, even those who don't believe that we don't go into judgment, Lord. Lord, I ask that you will give them your grace extend your grace so that they will see and receive the encounters. And Lord, that you show up and, and help them to understand what to do with the information for, for the encounters coming back into full worship. You are so good, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you that you have allowed us to see the end of November and that you have blessed this day. Thank you, Lord God, for these encounters. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all! Isn't that amazing? I pray, just ask him today before you head off to the job or wherever you go, Lord, just, Lord, I want to encounter you today. Just do that. I do that. Lord, I want to encounter you today. My bills are due. Lord, I want to encounter you today. <laughs> Lord, I'm, go I'm going into a meeting that I'm, I I'm not sure about. I had, he showed me this yesterday. Okay. He showed me this yesterday. I thought I was going into something that was a setup. And he said, no, it's not a setup. It's a layup. Yeah. And guess what happened? That thing manifested and came exactly as he said. It was not a setup. It was a layup. But if I didn't encounter, if I didn't ask him before I went into that thing, I wouldn't have gone in with the confidence knowing that all things were still working for my good, regardless of how they look. That's an encounter, y'all. And when these things happen, tell somebody, witness so other people around you can be, can be in inspired and motivated in this life that we're living as believers. Amen. God is good. God is good. I will be back next Thursday. Like I said, God is good. I pray that he encounters you today. You, you will see him today. I can be preaching all day long. This is my purpose. <laughs> Y'all have a good rest of your day and God bless you.